Weird. Happy Friday. Glad to glad to be talking to you today. This is Aaron and sitting directly across from me in his old grandpa glasses, Craig Underhill of the Weird Podcast. I was just going to see if I can make you uncomfortable by not talking and just no, no, staring I'm, I'm, at I'm very comfortable. Make it, okay. Those glasses make me uncomfortable. You're, okay. So what happened is I walk in. Aaron's wearing these old man glasses. These are not old man glasses. They are. You need to post a picture. Let, these we'll get, are, do a poll. We'll post both of ours and say which one's more old man. Mine are the mine are just black rimmed plastic cheap reading glasses from from dollar from the Dollar Trees because they're a dollar. You can break them all day long. You go buy another one. You I know? don't break my glasses. Well, you ever break your stride. <laughs> Ain't nothing gonna break my stride. <laughs> so, um, and and he's wearing these things that I can only uh, describe as first of all they're bifocals. Well, I'm sorry, I'm 54. They're, but they're, they're. Come on, how how old are you? I'm 54. I will be 54 in May. Plus what? (laughs) Plus. So anyway, minus a month. So, and he's got these glasses that look like old man wireframe aviator (laughs) shape. Aviator shape. My daughter Sarah has these. They don't even fit his face. He needs extra wide for the size of his noggin. And he's got like dieting. Oh, you're waiting to you're waiting to fit into your glasses. Okay, look. A friend of mine used to tell me if you can pinch because, an inch in your forehead, you probably need to lose because weight. Because you've got old man grandpa glasses on, doesn't mean you got to lash out at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm we'll not. Courtney or somebody I'm to just, take our picture. Yeah, what happened? We came to the Lee Bear Studios last week and we had like oh, a party. It was like trumpets, like a fanfare. <laughs> we had nothing today. Today it was like one person. I guess we are expecting a little too much. Some new person. So uh, I was expecting them to say something nice to me when I walked in the door at least. Did they not? I had nothing. No, I didn't get anything either, actually. No. I had to say, hey, guys. And they're like, who are you? They're like, I don't see any guys here. No, what's interesting is that like everyone was here still when we got here last week, which yes. was so nice. It was, it was so sweet. It was yes. so neat. And then it's like they stayed over thinking we were gonna, like we were going to pay overtime. <laughs> and then they show up with all the cool stuff. And um, and then this week, it's like, man, it's back to it's every day, yeah. normal stuff. You know what we need? Front drama. We do. She's yeah. getting married. Did we mention that? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so happy for her. What was the other guy we used to we used to talk about a lot? Uh, uh, front D. Yeah, Front D. Front D. Yeah, Lucas. Yeah, wasn't it Lucas? Yeah, I'm Lucas. so sorry if yeah. that's Luke. If it, I'm saying no, it's that. Lucas. You're right. Um, he so, made us some cookie fries. He did. Yeah, yes. remember cookie fries? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said that in like three years. I feel like know, maybe it's two been a while. years. <laughs> cookie fry. <laughs> I remember it used to get you going all the it time. It got me. It still does. It still gets me. I, I miss the cookie fry story. That was such a great story. Did we put that and in? And that guy went out of business. You know, did he really? Yeah, they were in Texas. He's making all the uh, oh, all right. the carnival yeah, foods. Yeah, that's it. And he had the cookie fry. <laughs> we, uh, did we put that on our... Uh, it was on one of the highlight things. Okay, good, good. I think so. But hey, this is uh, this is uh, Friday, Friday, March 19th. That's right. And uh, we've all hopefully safely made it through the... Uh, the nasty weather. No, I was going to say the um, St. Patrick's Day, also known in America as an excuse for white people to drink. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 
Uh, non-Irish. That would be appropriate. I'm going to get canceled now for saying that. <laughs> I wish we would get canceled. Maybe you can't. Get- <laughs> I said earlier, we can't get canceled if we don't have anybody listening. Well, you know, Lori was was getting on to me about our about doing the Asian accents. Okay, here's the deal. I and I've said this. You stop right now. Here's the thing. And we've said this before. Everybody has an accent. Everybody. There's, we, we, there's, don't. We, yeah, yeah, we don't. There, there are accents right down the street from us. If you're in England, there's an accent around every corner. There, you know, That's right. People and nobody bats an eye if we start talking like this. You know, nobody says nobody. Nobody has a problem with Look it. Look at me, I'm from down under. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 that's not a knife. And when we start doing that, nobody cares. But you go, you talk like this. Suddenly, you're a, you're right. No, they they talk. I don't know how to talk like this. Is how they. I, I don't know. I mean, what's what's people think if you do an Indian accent that it's it's racist. It's not. People, we all have accents, and they're and all these accents are beautiful. We make them ugly. But it, but they're actually beautiful accents, and I'm just I'm I over have said it. Said it better. I'm just over it. You know, I could, I could we said it we're not making fun of anybody at all. I say you. That's all you can eat. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, okay, you're maybe a little cartoony with it. Yeah. But but, but it's, so what? That's but how I hear it. That's called. It's just exaggeration. Yeah, it's comedy. It's comedy. Well, and it's and, supposed and to the be. thing is, we have people. We have we are friends with people of all nationalities. Absolutely. And and uh, not one of them walks up to us and goes. Oh, you racist. <laughs> they don't do that. In fact, they laugh most likely. Yeah. It's not, you just get over it, you know? For real. I'm just, okay. Anyway, we're acting like somebody was mad at us. If you're mad at us, there was, was. You know what that was? A preemptive strike. Preemptive strike in case somebody starts getting upset. Alaska woman. Wouldn't that be Alaskan woman? Anyway, Alaska woman. Do you know the answer to this? Alaska woman. Alaska woman. I won't get a right answer. Oh! Especially if it's direct. Now we're going to get... Oh! Oh! You maybe laugh like a French guy. And we're going to get canceled by our wives later. Jacques Cousteau. Oh! My wife canceled me years ago. I don't honestly blame her. Uh, Alaskan woman attacked by bear while using outhouse. We still oh. don't know why the bear was using an outhouse. Oh. Anchorage, Alaska. Don't want to go to Alaska. Dateline. I don't want to go to Alaska during the, that 30 days of night. You know why? Those vampires. Yeah. I'd like to experience that once in my well, life. You know, vampires? No, not a vampire. 30 days of night. Yes. The vampire, great movie. <laughs> not for kids. Vampires show up because it's dark for 30 days. I didn't know that part of it. That's what it's about. I thought it was mummies. No, not mummies. I thought it was zombies. No, it's, it's vampires. vampires. It's a very creepy movie, and I do not recommend it unless you like creepy horror movies and you're an adult. Wasn't there one a sequel called The Next 30 Days? Or You're thinking of, of the virus movie. That's a different thing. You, I know what you're thinking of. 28 Days Later, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the great thing about 30 Days of Night, which I believe is a graphic novel, I don't a know. Comic. Why are you looking at me? Uh, I don't know. Because you read. I and do then, read. Um, and then what is this? 30 days. This is great. If you're a vampire, go somewhere. It's 30 days. No sunlight to kill you. That's a good That's a good plot. And a, and a buffet of people. Yeah. There's people everywhere. Anyway. And they can't see you because it's dark. Yeah, right. It's not like they were Alaska expecting Alaska doesn't you. have electricity. Oh, they do too. Oh, the Alaskans going to cancel us. Oh, we're out. <laughs> They're and they're 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 kind of edgy right now because it's probably either the sun's not going down or <laughs> it's just cold. Can you imagine getting up and going to work? I mean, how would you? Yeah, know? I do. <laughs> You'd have to check AM or PM every day. Wait a minute. I, I just it, you got to be a. I just don't want to mess with a person from Alaska. I, I just think that you're probably asking for some kind of trouble. Alaska. If you're in Alaska, happen to be listening to this, how about you hit us up on our Facebook page and let us know. Alaska. Okay. Anyway, so the bear was using an outhouse. And uh, no, it says the Alaska, the woman in Alaska was attacked by a bear while using the outhouse. 
She had the scare of a lifetime. This is terrifying. Yeah. The story. She was using an outhouse in the backcountry. I mentioned backcountry uh, last week. That was the, the, the movie I told you that had a better bear attack scene than Revenant. I, I, yeah, but I disagree. Did you see it? No. Okay, I saw Revenant. You don't don't disagree until you see Backcountry's bear attack. Revenant. They trained that bear for like five years. It was a computer bear for five minutes. Anyway, here's what she said. I got there. I got out there. I got out there and sat down on the toilet, and immediately something bit my butt right as I oh, sat down. My gosh! I jumped up and screamed when it happened. That's why I you don't, don't go to the bathroom sh- outside. That's not an authentic. Alaskan accent, by the way. No, <laughs> are you sure? Stevens, uh, Stevens, her Do brother. Eric, read that. Back up and read that last sentence again. I jumped up and screamed ah! when it happened. Yeah, that was that was actual yeah, audio. That was actual audio. Um, Stevens, her brother Eric, and his girlfriend had taken snowmobiles into the wilderness February thirteenth to stay at his yurt. What's a yurt? It's a round building, uh, like a it's like, like, it's like a customized igloo, but there's no hole in the a top. A yurt normally, and they're big in the round, like a dome. Okay, Lori Everybody, used to want to live in one. Every, you could send her. <laughs> anyway, it's lo- they were located about twenty miles northwest of Haines in southeast Darn Alaska. It. Her brother heard the screaming and went to the outhouse. Well, he should have stopped to help her first. <laughs> Anyway, about 150 feet uh, away from the yurt, uh, there he found Shannon tending to her wound. Uh, they at first thought she'd been bitten by a squirrel or a mink or something small. Uh, oh, okay, so, so it was definitely dark. Uh, Eric brought his headlamp uh, with him to see what it was. I opened the toilet seat, and there was just a bear face just right there <laughs> at the level of toilet seat. Can you imagine? Why does he talk like Andy Devine? <laughs> Just looking right back up through the hole, right at me. So the bear was in the toilet, yes. looking up. Yes. Doesn't he know that snakes are the only things that are supposed to be coming out of toilets like that? I just shut the lid as fast as I could. I said, there's a bear down there. We got to get out of here now. He said, and we ran back to the yurt as fast as we could. Once safely back inside, they treated Shannon uh, with a first aid kit, they determined it wasn't that serious, but they would head to Haynes if it worsened. It was bleeding, but it wasn't super bad, Shannon said. That's a movie. That's what she It wasn't the movie, yeah. super bad. It was. Yeah, it I have a friend that was in that movie. Actually. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, John. Hey, shout what, out, John. Pick, pick that name up you just dropped over there. <laughs> the next morning, they found bear tracks all over the property, but the bear I, had left the area. I never drop names you should know that kevin cronin will tell you yeah i, I, I know what you mean yeah johnny cash once said that about you <laughs> just ask gary richrath if he were yeah. still alive <laughs> yeah. he'd let you know <clears throat> ask sean rourke that's the one person everybody knows yeah they've never heard of the you other can people. ask now a lot of people I, nobody can ask gary richrath bless his heart god rest his soul the next morning they found the bear tracks all over the property but the bear had left the area you could see them across the snow coming up the side of the outhouse. Oh, that was her. Sorry. <laughs> What's wrong with her Well, voice? she was scared. She'd been screaming for help all night in the cold. <laughs> they figured the bear got inside the outhouse, outhouse through the opening at the bottom of the back door. Um, There's a back I, door to the outhouse? Apparently. I, it's a big, ba- it's a big <laughs> I've one. I've never seen You it. think it's like a TARDIS? Is it larger on the inside? <laughs> I expect it's probably not that bad of a little. They call it the fartis. <laughs> the what? 
The fartest. I got you. Okay, sorry. I expect <clears throat> it's probably not that bad of a little den in the winter. Little den in the winter. Oh, she's saying that they're hibernating in the toilet. Oh, really? They stupid bears. <laughs> well, they found a door. They went inside. They said, Mom, it stinks. Yeah, this, no, it said, this place stinks. <laughs> this place is a dump. This is the worst. <laughs> Oh, what was that? <laughs> she said, shut up, go to sleep. <laughs> go to sleep for like three months. I'll, I'll keep four an months. eye out. <laughs> uh, you think it was like the ring? They could just look up and see the ring above them. They didn't know what yeah. it was. Uh, Alaska Department of Fish and Game uh, Wildlife Management Biologist Carl Koch sus- uh, suspects it was a black bear based upon photos of the tracks he saw. That's Ed Koch's brother, by the way. Uh, I thought it was Carl. Yeah, Carl. Yeah, old man conscious boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Carly. We used to call him Carly. He yeah. didn't like that because it sounded like a girl. CK. Anyway, uh, based upon the photos. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, you threw me off. It I said, didn't mean to. They suspect a black bear because the photos of the tracks he saw and the fact that a neighbor living about a half a mile away sent photos of a black bear on her property two days later. The homeowner yelled at the bear, but it didn't react. It also didn't approach her, but lumbered about its business. Sounds like me. Uh, like it was a walking hybrid in walking hibernation mode. Also sounds like me. <laughs> Even though it's winter, Koch uh, said they get calls all year round about bears being out. And 2020 was a record year for general bear problems. Not sergeant, not lieutenant bears. No, the, the, the general bears. They went all they're the, way the ones. The they're the ones that think that they're in charge. They are. Um, reasons for that, he said. Could include the fact it was poor sam a poor salmon run year combined with a mediocre berry crop. Huh. It's also possible that uh, a, a bear couldn't put enough fat, put on enough fat when they go in the den that they might be out and uh, about more often or earlier, he said. I don't know. I'm just making this up to make you feel better. <laughs> Koch suspects uh, Shannon's wound was caused by the bear swatting at her yes. with a paw rather than being bitten. Yeah. They called Wigglesworth in. They're going to see if yeah, he, yeah. That, that's a throwback. But <laughs> Wigglesworth, well, Wigglesworth has the bear spray. Oh, he does? Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. That he knew that's the, right. the spray pattern. Yeah. Um, but how'd they call him? Wigglesworth! <laughs> oh, you mean he said, Wigglesworth! <laughs> that guy? <laughs> All right. That's not what I was expecting at all. What were you expecting? Wigglesworth. Oh, that guy. Wigglesworth. They didn't have Wigglesworth. Yeah, but that guy got transferred. We're, we're he doesn't work way with back. Wigglesworth. Yeah, we are. Anyway, as far as getting swatted on the buttocks when you're sitting down in winter, she could be uh, she could be the only person on earth that has ever, has ever happened to, as uh, for all I know. Now, Mr. Koch, that is conjecture on your part. No matter the season, Eric says he'll carry bear spray with him all the time. That way he can just aggravate the bear <laughs> when going into the backcountry. And uh, Shannon plans to change one behavior as well. I'm just going to be better about looking inside the toilet before sitting down. Be careful looking inside that toilet. <laughs> An outhouse for sure. Oh, man. Yuck. All right. You ready for this one? Uh-huh. How was your Christmas? It's great. You know, we haven't been back since Christmas. We hadn't. Well, we, last week, we, but that doesn't really count. We hadn't been back since well before Christmas. What are you talking about? Well, you had to go by then. Yeah, but this lady did not. We were we we haven't been back since a year ago. I know. Why do you say well, Christmas? We were here last week. No, but you're referring to like we had been here. Well, I got like a Christmas, Christmas story. I got a Christmas story here. I love that movie. I did the first 562 times I saw it. You didn't count that. <laughs> what do you mean I didn't count it? That's hyperbole. Oh, I counted. I counted. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. My my. My uh, my TV has a counter. Uh, Lori, reset the timer, the the clicker. <laughs> it's time to start. I've put a new movie on. Pizza. Darn it! 
All right, headline is this Christmas story. We don't have a Christmas theme. We should. We do, every December. Headline is prosecutor says man propped his dead wife on the sofa in front of the kids on Christmas. I know I heard this story and w- the the first thing to me and you're going to tell the story and I'll tell you. All right. A violent relationship ended with an Anaheim man killing his wife and then propping her body up on the sofa for her children opening presents on Christmas morning in 2011. So this this goes way back. The reason this is in the news now is uh it's just now getting to court. So on March 8th, the jurors heard opening arguments in this case. That's why it's in the news now. More than nine years after 26-year-old Zazelle Preston's dreams of becoming a domestic violence counselor, did you get that, Craig? Yeah. Ended with her own sudden death. The irony. In 2011. Irony. Trial began Monday for William Wallace. Oh, William Wallace. That's Willie. Yeah. Old man Wallace. Slick Willie Wallace is what they used to call him. That's right. The husband who had already served jail time for beating her during an early confrontation. Senior Deputy District Attorney Heather Brown told jurors that Wallace, now 39, did what he always did, expecting his wife to survive like she always did. This Christmas story does not have a happy ending, and unfortunately, this is not just a story, it's real life, Brown said. Wallace's attorney, Heather Moorhead, denied that her client... She's got a large head. Yes, she's, she's got a more lot, head lot, Yeah, more head than most. Most, yes. Yeah. Denied that her client was responsible for his wife's death, telling jurors that a drunk Preston was injured when she fell into a glass table, shattering it. That's a movie scene right there. Well, she may have fallen into the glass table, shattering it, but I doubt she was drunk, and I doubt she was... No, but that, I'm, I'm, I'm saying the visual of her falling into... Oh, yeah. That's just such yeah. a movie scene. On Christmas Eve, the couple went to a party at a neighbor's before returning home to the apartment they shared with their newborn son and Preston's daughters, who were then three and eight years old. Good grief. Ridiculous. One neighbor described hearing arguing that night, while another neighbor <laughs> told investigators Wallace could be seen picking up what appeared to be a body by an apartment gate. Wallace told one of Preston's family members that they were drinking, and during the argument, he had tossed her around a bit. Brown told the court, adding that Preston tried to run, but he called her and brought her back to the the apartment. The next morning, Christmas Day, the prosecutor said Wallace dragged his wife's body from the bedroom to the living room couch, put sunglasses on her, and told the children, Mama ruined Christmas. Weekend at Bernie's. She got drunk and ruined Christmas. Then Brown added, he had the children open up their presents. This is what I was going to say a minute ago. What's this? I just the, the, the heartbreaking. Like I think, of, I think about these poor innocent children opening up, all happy, opening up their presents. I mean, presuming they have, you know, they had presents. Given the fact the story says they were opening, yes. Presents. But well, I mean, I don't know if that. I don't know the, you know, the extent of it all. I mean, maybe yeah. a pack of cigarettes. One of them might have got a pack of cigarettes. One might have got a three-year-old and an eight-year-old. But um. But just as as a as a father, and you know, having you know, you having you know, kids, and and just watching them when they're little. I mean, this is like they're so excited, and they're about to get slapped over the head with a two by four. I mean, their mom is literally. Look, I, it just it, it's disturbing. It is. is. It it. And they're sitting there having the happiest time. Christmas is is a happy time and, for kids, and uh, you know they had to walk up to her at some point trying to stir her. Sure, sure they did. And the eight-year-old especially. Mom, look what I got. Look what I got. You know. Yeah, it's just heartbreaking. So, yeah. you know, welcome to the weird podcast where we make you feel good and happy. <laughs> well, that was, a weird, was that not a weird story? It was very weird. It's right up there with the ones with all the people that were, like, left dead in their house for a year. Yes. We have a lot of weird. walls and. 
Yeah. We, we've had a lot of weird. Remember the remember the monkey that went missing? Oh yeah, yeah. He was found. Yeah, he <laughs> found years later. It was a department store or something like that. Yeah, it yeah. reminded me of the IKEA monkey. He was found right away. You yeah. remember the IKEA monkey? I remember Trunk Monkey. The IKEA monkey had his stylish little sh- jacket on, and uh-huh. looking out the glass door of IKEA. And I missed that, but I do remember Trunk Monkey. Remember that guy? He oh, got yeah. with the with the Just push the button. He out he comes. He come out with his crowbar. <laughs> come out with donuts for the cops. Or hey, whatever. there's a hey you hey hey uh, hey hey you want to hear a story? Yeah. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Yeah. What is it? Reporter robbed of camera at gunpoint while filming a piece about robberies. That's ironic. That reminds me of another funny story I heard this week. I'll have to tell you in a minute. It's like rain on your wedding day. Um. So. This is a funny story I heard today. I don't think my I don't think my neighbor listens, but if she does, I want to thank her for this story. <laughs> so she works at a not so great area of town in a in a pawn shop. Okay, she's an accountant or something, and uh, she was talking about how across the street. I'm gonna make this family friendly so nobody freak out. But uh, they were the police were set up across the street, and they were catching and arresting men that were. Uh, looking for something. Yeah, yeah. That they shouldn't be looking for and paying money for that something. Sure. And uh, from another person. And so, this guy apparently comes in. All all the people are watching out the window, like the, the work in the pawn shop are watching sure, the window, watching this unfold, watching <laughs> one guy after the next get arrested. Dude walks in and has. His TV in his arms. She said, "Things still warm. It's been on, right?" He's got TV's <laughs> arm, and he's like, "Oh, so I'm, I want to pawn my TV." And like, okay, he goes, "Hey, what are those guys doing over there?" They go, "Ah, oh, there's the, the cops are busting guys for blah blah blah." And the guy just looks at him and goes, "Yeah, I'll keep my TV." <laughs> <laughs> they inadvertently save the guy from getting arrested. <laughs> oh, I'll just keep it. <laughs> That's so funny. That is funny. I don't know if she listens, but thank you for the story. Ooh. Anyway, reporter was robbed. Uh, of his camera at gunpoint while filming a piece about robberies. Uh, it's the kind of cruel irony you see in a scene from a movie or a TV show or something like that. I told you it was ironic. Isn't it ironic? Yes. Nothing in that song is ironic, by it's the like way. It's like rain on your wedding day. I don't remember all the lyrics, but nothing no, nothing <laughs> in that song is ironic if you listen to it's it. It's like a free ride when you've already paid. It's like, what is it, like winning the lottery or something and dying the next day? What did yeah, you say, yeah, something like that? Yeah. None of that's irony. Yeah, it's, it's coincidence. It's like you, you save up all your life to take an airplane flight and, the, and it falls. Yeah. yeah, That's a horrible song. How does she get a record deal? Just tell me. <laughs> okay. It's ironic. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's the kind, it kind of is when you think about it. It is. In an that's industry where you should have a good voice and really good material that they actually give it, and then you get anyway. Sure. All that's right. the way it used to be. It's the kind of cruel irony you see in a scene from a movie or TV show or something like that. Don Ford, we call him Donnie, a reporter for KPIX 5 News, was shooting a story on the rise of robberies in San Francisco's Twin Peaks. I uh, love that show. Uh, yeah. Well, I think Laura Palmer's in this somewhere. No, did you watch no, it? Actually, she's not. Did you watch the show? I, I did not, but I love the scene that they completely recorded backwards with the little guy. Yes. That is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. The whole show was bizarre. Oh, I know. I, and I, I watched go- it. A friend loaned me the, the DVD, so I watched it like binge-watching, yeah. and it was really... I need to watch it. I love Ray Wise. He's in it. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and... Uh, the, the, when they came back, I think it was Netflix brought it back. Somebody did it. They did another a, version. A bonus season. Something it, they did yeah, an additional. It picked up right where it left. Well, off. I remember everybody watching it and being crazy about it, but it, we're, at my point in my life, then I just didn't sit around watching TV. So well, the bonus watched. season was the best season out of all of them. You say that about Fargo. You know, I never could finish the new season of Fargo. What is wrong with you? It just wasn't 
It was fantastic. Never. Anyway, can I get through the story about the Rob? Season three is probably my favorite. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. May I continue? Go ahead. <clears throat> if you don't remember, we were talking about a robber, <laughs> a reporter that was robbed on camera. Uh, let's see. In Twin Peaks neighborhood, uh, since, okay. Uh, Don Ford, reporter, was shooting a story on the rise of robberies in San Francisco's Twin Peaks neighborhood since certain roads were closed off due to the pandemic. These roads had previously led to tourist attractions, but with local thieves' uh, main targets no longer visiting the area, they've resorted, it says restored, they've restored to robbing. (laughs) They robbed the restore. Journalism. They've resorted to robbing the people that live there instead. Ford, I'll tell you, you and I are more journalists than most of the people. Who I know. I'm, I'm not even. I'm not even great at. at I did you know, go to journalism school. My grammar is better than most of the people out there. Anyway, Ford was interviewing nearby homeowners about the robbers when a white luxury sedan, which seems very racist, uh, a vehicle pulled up outside one of the homes. Three men stepped out with a fourth remaining in the vehicle and robbed Ford at gunpoint, proclaiming. We're taking the camera. That's what he said. We're taking the camera. Ford and the subject, uh, Ford and the subject held up their hands and let the men take the camera equipment. And the whole thing took less than a minute. K picks reports, uh, Ford's thoughts. Okay. Thank you. We didn't need to know that. Uh, my whole thought at the moment was to be calm. Let's not get this guy excited. He's got a gun. I don't know. So you take the camera It's yours, buddy. The homeowner, uh, being interviewed when it happened appears to have had similar thoughts, just saying, I just looked and said, I'm not ready to get shot today. Or I'm not going to get shot today. San Francisco District 8 Representative Raphael Mandelman Raphael, Raphael Mandelman <laughs> tweeted, uh, tweeted that San Francisco PD are working to find those responsible and recover the camera equipment and that the robbery was ridiculous and unacceptable, but not entirely unexpected. But here's the thing. I mean, that stuff's uh, if it belonged to the, to the station... It's got insurance on it, but uh, you know I was always the same way. I worked at what? That's that's a good that's a good uh, good attitude. Well, it is because um, it, what what I got out of that story is somebody still tweets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, no, uh, what I'm saying is that you um, uh, you've got people that are um, you know potentially going to get hurt, and, and this stuff's insured you know let them have it like when i worked at a convenience store one time i was like somebody comes in and robs me i'm gonna carry cases of beer and cigarettes <laughs> to their car i'm like please just don't shoot me i'll help you load the entire store in your car because honestly it doesn't matter to me i, I mean it'd, it'd be great to be all like oh this is wrong and let me talk you down I, I can't outrun a bullet i'm not superman so so just let them have it so you got pumped up kicks no, the guy coming in had the pumped up kicks. Well, he can't outrun your bullet. <laughs> I can't outrun his bullet. So you got the pumped up kicks. I, anyway, so uh, that's a throwback. That is. That's a good album. I like that album. That's like not the, bad. Not bad. So anyway. Foster the people, would you? I will. No, I won't, actually. Hey, um, so when I, but when, when I worked at the store, I had some guys come in one night. I was filling in at this other store. I was like 18 or something. Just I worked by, at by the gas the, station. By the grace of God was not a like really robbed or anything. Cause it's a scary, and, I, and somebody had been actually killed across town in a same store. Yeah. It happens. Not the same store I was in, but another friend of well, mine was actually was working there and missed it. But anyway, so, uh, these kids came in one night at the store I was filling in. It wasn't in a great area. And, uh, they come in, they start picking at the, there's a big display of cartons of cigarettes across from me, across from the counter. They're this picking is the eighties. Yeah. 
and they start picking them. Say, hey guys, I'm dumb guy. Hey guys, I got cigarettes back here if you want them. And I didn't realize until they were the, there was enough exposed at the end of the case. They were ripping the case open to grab packs of cigarettes, and they just took off running. It was like, <laughs> okay guys, I guess you can have those. I I'm not going after you. Ooh, okay, here's a story that's going to be of interest to you as much as me. Headline is, Minnesota business selling self-cleaning underwear. That's not interesting to me. That is so interesting to me. Maybe self-cleaning like, at your at, at, Honestly, at your age, you probably need something like that. A Minnesota company called Herkleon. Minnesota. Herkleon appeared on Shark Tank this past Friday. They pitched their bed sheets that you don't have to wash for months. Oh, we already got some of those. <laughs> <laughs> Most people have those. Yeah. Herkleon's entire business model is based around Herkleon. Herkleon is based around things you don't need to wash as often, and they'll still smell great. This includes the self-cleaning underwear they're now selling on Indiegogo called Kribby, K-R-I-B-I. They say you can wear this underwear for days or weeks without washing them. That's not self-cleaning. That's just resilient. Gross. That's just resilient. <laughs> No, they're self-cleaning. It's impervious. Sci- follow the science. There's none. This sounds super gross to me. But I'm curious about it. You know, how, how can Herkley, what, what is in this self-cleaning stuff? Well, I was afraid you were asking what was in the underwear. <laughs> and do they actually work? That's a good, that's the main question. Yeah. On the website, they write, we believe the future of clothing is laundry free, which brings me to a, an interesting point. Um, do you, you remember the Robertson family? The yeah. Robinson family from Doug Dynasty. Robertson. Phil Robertson yeah. has a sweater that he wears hunting, um, pretty much wears all over, and has never washed it. He looks like that, though. Well, he said he hangs it after each hunt. He'll hang it on a tree outside and let, okay, I can let sp- the wind I can, I can speak to this. I met the man, shook his hand. Sweet. And he was okay. <laughs> but, uh, no, um, I, I, met, I talked to his son, the oldest son. Uh, Jep. No, the oldest no, one, the oldest is, one is, uh, Alan. is Alan. Alan is it Alan? Because yeah. Alan's are all usually Alan. the best son in the family. <laughs> I, t- I had a long conversation with Alan. Jace or Jace. Uh, Jace, Jace is, is my favorite. Jace yeah. is the is, I yeah. Think. And then there's there's Willie, and then there's Jeff is the youngest. I think Jeff. Yeah. So, uh, but I talked to um, I got pictures somewhere I could show you, but I got pictures of me with um, with the both of, with the both of them with him and his wife. And uh, but my, my point of bring, Miss K. I'm not dropping no, names no. like some people. Alan's wife, I've forgotten her name. It doesn't matter. So. Miss K, K, yeah, I'm not dropping names like some people, but my my point is that I was right there in the midst of of Phil, and I didn't smell anything. I love Phil. So what I'm saying is, it must it must must be true. I didn't. I wasn't. He didn't smell. He may have had that sweater on, but they said he had it on on the podcast. He was wearing his normal like camo stuff. I was. I watch his. uh, They do like four podcasts a week on YouTube, and I watch it. You know, daily. Just Can we about. talk about your story? What I was saying is, he was wearing this sweater. That I thought you say he was wearing the self-cleaning underwear. And everybody inside the studio was like, "We don't smell anything." And he has never washed it. He wears it all the time, but he hangs it out and lets the wind blow through it. Does he wear it on top of another shirt, or does he wear it against his skin? I don't know. I, I don't know. You seem to know a lot about him. Well, I've, I've studied. If he wears it over other clothes, I'm sure it's like a jacket. It probably doesn't really, you know. Yeah. Not that often. Okay, we believe the future of clothing is laundry-free. and we're Okay, let me say something about that. Okay. To, to quote Jeff Goldblum from Jurassic Park. You do you know, eventually you, you, plan you, to you, no, no, not that. Dinosaurs. John, you, you, you do eventually plan to have dinosaurs on your dinosaur. No, 
He said, you were so busy, you know, wondering if you could do it. I'm paraphrasing. You didn't think whether you should. That's good. Yeah. It's a good line. You don't need to. Without him, I would have demanded my money back. I, I like, despise that movie. Oh, but he, I don't. I he it. made it bearable. You need to come watch it at my house at DTS. That's I'm not the, coming to watch it. That's the, I've seen it. That's, I'll bring, I have food. Okay. <laughs> You'll come what time's it start? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, uh, it's a DTS sound, like in the theater. It was the first movie to have DTS, which was digital audio. Yeah. Uh, not on the film, but on a CD. Right. It was synced up with the film. Yeah. Amazing sounding. And yeah. still sounds, even on my surround system, which I don't have tuned up like some people do, it still sounds amazing. Ear piercing. Amazing. Mm-hmm. We could do a double. We double feature because Jaws is also in DTS. We can watch Jaws in DTS. I too. don't like Jaws either. I'm out of here. <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't know who you are. Anymore. I'm not a big water movie guy. I don't like movies that Jaws that is take a classic. place on the water. I don't know. I mean, I've seen it. Is it because of what happened to Sandy? No, but, I know that. I mean, that was a little traumatic. I'll give you that because she drowned. She did. But that's yeah. not going to be every time. Yeah, not every time. If it makes you feel better, the shark doesn't drown. On their website, they write. Oh, no, Jaws 3? <laughs> That's a kicker. I've got it in 3D at home. That's a kicker. You know what we could do on that one? Jaws 3D. I've got that in 3D on my TV on, at home. <clears throat> and, and the real 3D, you know, on my 3D TV. Sure. Not this, Not this colored glasses thing. That, and we'll follow it up with Friday the 13th in 3D. Okay. I've got that I'm in down. 3D. I am down. And that's only available one way. I, I, I got it at a deal. Well. You can't just go buy that. No. Just want you to know that. So we, so we got two different nights planned. We got Jurassic Park and DTS followed by Jaws and DTS. And then we're going to have another night. We're going to have Friday the 13th and 3D, not DTS. And followed by, um, what was the other one? I just, Jaws 3. Jaws 3D with Dennis Quaid. That's a good one. It's a horrible one. It is a classic. It's a horrible movie. It's one of those so bad that you got to watch. And then we'll plan another night. We watch Troll 2. I'm not. Troll 2 is amazing. No. We watch Troll 2 and then we watch the Troll 2 documentary. So, have you seen any good movies since we last? We, we, saw, we used to talk a lot about movies. Uh, I saw Paddington? Coming to America 2. Paddleton? No. I saw Coming how, to How was it? Coming how, to America 2? Yeah. I mean, it's it's not family friendly. It's Is not, it as funny as the first one? It's it's funny at times. I just think anytime you come back 30 years later and try to do something. I mean, no, it, it was entertaining. I think uh, Wesley Snipes was an amazing pick. I mean, you never see that guy, and he was fantastic in it. Um, it's amazing that they kept um, uh, Arsenio yeah. spackled like they did to make him look younger. He's like seventy something years old now. He's old, but he Arsenio. he kind of he actually looks really good for his age. And then um, Eddie, I, no, I mean it was a good movie. It just again, I just I don't like when they come back and try to like I enjoyed Bill and Ted, but even even though I thought that was hysterical, I still felt there was an element of just trying to reheat a microwave dinner. You know, I, I, just, did, I never saw the new one. I enjoyed it. The second time, I liked it better than the first time. Uh, the, the the one robot character just kills me. He's like the best thing about the movie. I love the first two. Yeah, I mean, I would say watch it. I mean, I, I, I will when I have the chance. Um, but I saw that, <laughs> and out of desperation to watch something, <laughs> I shouldn't even admit this on the podcast. <laughs> we watched the Tom and Jerry movie, <laughs> and actually, it was not great. But it, no, I've seen, but I've seen a lot worse. You know what I mean? I've seen a lot worse. But but here's the deal. It was on uh, you it, and your kitty movie. No, it was on um, it was on HBO Max. Which by the way, the the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League is four hours long. It released today on HBO Max. You know, that it's there supposed is to a, fix. Uh, it's supposed to fix the abysmal uh, Joss Whedon version 
of Justice League. It's supposed to be like fix it a lot. Are you familiar with the Unjust League? You're making that up. No, Brightburn is the. Oh, Brightburn. Yeah. He's, oh, I've seen that movie. You talking about the movie Brightburn? Yeah. About the the that super- character is part of the Unjust League. They were going to do a whole series. How of were they not getting sued by DC for Warner it, I Brothers? I think it was blessed. It was based on because an actual comic book. It's it's literally the Superman story, but if he's evil, he's evil. Yeah. But there's already a, there's already an evil Superman. There's uh, Bizarro. No, there's uh, also uh, Brightburn. Well, I've seen that movie. That's a great movie. I just couldn't believe how much it was. Oh, that reminds me. Superman and Lois. I watched that, the first episode of that, and I was surprised because, you know, I love Smallville, and it's hard to re- – I, I just love Smallville. It's a great show. It's all that uh, Nexium stuff. No, it? that came later, and that's that's <laughs> sad that that's, that's going to be the shadow over it. But it had nothing to do with Smallville. But, was uh, uh, Smallville branded? <clears throat> it was the Smallville brand. Anyway, so um, – All right, let me finish. My it. point is that the, the, the Superman and Lois, I don't necessarily like this guy – Taylor, whatever his name is. I can't say his last name. Uh, I don't like him as Superman. I think he's too small to be Clark. I think he's just not really What's wrong big. with that? He just doesn't look like, you're you know, ja- but he's glasses. okay. I'm saying he's passable. You're still mad that I made fun of your grandpa glasses, so you're talking about so small people. I, my point is I walked in resistant to it, and I, and I ended up really liking the first episode. So I need to go back and see if there's more episodes out there. Okay. So uh, this is, okay, for those of you who have never listened to this podcast, <laughs> This is normal, okay? <laughs> oh, they left a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, we we do this all the time, and for some reason, the people that still stick with us they like it, and we don't know why. I think it's because we just we're just having a conversation. Yes, yeah, is me and Craig catching up. We're thinking that the st- statistically speaking, the people that listen to our podcast don't have any friends to talk to. That's not true. No, I'm just kidding. Well, maybe Carrie. Carrie's got us. Yeah, we're friends. Yeah, uh, she's a nice girl. My like my nephew Josh, who who requests more UFO stories. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because he came off of one. How do you know that? I know. I'm aware. Right, Josh. Whatever. Where was I? I we, don't know. We believe. What are the, we talking the about? Future, we're talking about self cleaning underwear. Oh, that's why we got off on the movie thing because that was such a horrible story. Nobody wanted to hear it. We believe the children are the future. No, oh, that sorry. was Whitney Houston. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, we believe the future of clothing is laundry free, and we're excited to lead the human race towards this cleaner, more eco friendly. It's for the world. It's for the earth. Craig. It's stupid, okay? <laughs> and less time-wasting wa- washing way your life. For hundreds of years, people, for thousands of years, people have, like, washed clothing, right? So if you don't wash, if you don't want to wash your Herkleon, you don't have to. And if you want to wash them, go ahead. Herkleon sells shirts, socks, and a hat that can be worn over and over and still smell great. They also have bed sheets, as mentioned earlier, and pillowcases, and uh, one of the newer additions to their site is their anti-acne face masks. That's just called a Halloween mask. And then, of course, their underwear is the next item and their wor- that they're working on launching. Uh, based on a recent Facebook post, the underwear should hit their website this week. Why would it hit the website? All their products, including the underwear, are made with this fra- fabric they call Herc Fiber. <sighs> you remember Herc Fiber? I think he was a, a year below us. Yeah. Uh, which they claim is bacteria-fighting fabric. On their site, they talk about how the founder, Wynn, uh, spent years researching this fabric to perfectly uh, kill uh, germs. On the Indigo, uh, Indiegogo posting for the underwear, they list out all the benefits that Herky Fiber has. They say it fights bacteria, stays cool, stays dry, luxuriously soft, double durable, and it blocks UV waves. What are UV waves going to be doing hitting my underwear anywhere? Wouldn't you want UV? Doesn't it kill germs? 
If all of this truly works, then take my money. This is awesome. I mean, this is for someone who sits on their couch and never gets up. I'm still not sure how I feel about wearing underwear multiple times, though. That is a ridiculous. This is this is. The, I like that snappy tightness of the, the first the thing gen- in the morning. I don't need to know about that. But the, the, <laughs> there's the there's this generation that was never told no, and 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 you see all these young startups, these people making the crazy things. I've seen reusable Q-tips. No. I, I, everything you think of. There's, what do you do? Put them in the washer? It's a made of a thing. You can clean it or something. And then, but here's, that's not my point. My point is, when we were growing up, we had parents that, that were smart enough to go, you probably don't want to do that. You'll get sued. Yeah. And it was like, you know, which I'm not. Or you'll get hurt. Yeah, I'm not actually happy they did that because it actually stifled us. Change your underwear in case you're in a car wreck. Yeah, right. You don't want to get caught. You know, you want to have clean underwear if you get in an accident. Yeah, exactly. Never mind, there's blood all over you. Right. But, uh, you know, back then it was like, but the, these other, the newer generations, their parents are like, you just do whatever you want. You can and do it's whatever. Okay. You want to make that, you got that dream of underwear See, you don't have to wash. You and I come from the time where if we got in trouble at school, we got in trouble at home. Kids today, if they get in trouble at school, whoever got them in trouble at school gets in trouble with the parents. They go back to, you yeah. know, with the teacher or whatever. Yeah. And so somebody should have stopped this kid and said, you don't need to make this underwear. This is stupid. Go do something important. It's like, not, though. Not what? It's not stupid. It is stupid. No. You should wash your clothes. I think, <laughs> but look at Phil's jacket or sweater. That's, a, that's one person. And it's lasted him forever that's because one, it hasn't ever been washed. That's one person, but you're not talking about a, a sweater jacket or whatever. You know, you're not talking about this. It's a completely different thing. I'll tell you right now, you start wearing crap like that. If I, I walk in and say, what's that odor? <laughs> That's my, hang on. It's, it's about to self-clean itself. It'll smell better in a minute. Was it, was it laced with enzymes? <laughs> what if it, what if there's like water sprayed out of it and it dried itself, but it cleaned it, it had while like a, you were wearing it? It had a water hose <laughs> that you attach. You just, wherever you are, you, you connect it to any nearby water fountain. You'd be water, water running out of your pants. <laughs> hey, it's okay. It's just my underwear. They're br- they're brown cleaning, water. They're cleaning themselves. <laughs> They're on a clean cycle. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be in line at the bank. <laughs> Sir, are you okay? Please tell me there's a, please tell me there's an additional fan that kicks on. <laughs> oh, now it's drying. <laughs> it's like uh, Marty McFly's jacket. Yeah. It's okay. It's drying now. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Does it come with a mop? Woman, woman, uh, segway here. Woman finds whale vomit worth twenty eight thousand dollars while walking on the beach. You know, what I find useless shells, <laughs> bottle tops, bottle tops. Back in the day, you'd step on the bottle top, the 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 snap, the tabs that would cut yeah. your foot. Yeah, you stepped on a pop top, and you have to cruise on back home. Yeah, man. But there usually had something in the blender that soon would render. Yeah, but it a would frozen cut, you're concoction. Right, it would cut your heel. Yeah, I mean, people listen to Jimmy Buffett now. I don't know what he's talking about. What's a pop top? Yeah, you, I want one. Those tops, you have to peel those things off the. I mean, who? I don't know. I want to be the guy that invented the the tops we have now. These yeah, things. yeah, the things that don't have to come off at all. Those are amazing. But, but I had a friend that collected those and had them on a, like a shoestring in his room, and it, it looked cool. Had just like hundreds of pop tops. <sighs> I don't think it probably looked cool. Cut his heel. He had to cruise on back home. We already covered that. Did he make the frozen concoction? Yeah. Was he the guy that had the, the tattoo? Do you know how he got it? Yes, that's the one. Anyway. Uh, a it's a wo- real beauty. A woman, a Mexican, a Mexican beauty? <laughs> he has no clue. A woman in Thailand stumbled upon a very lucky find while walking on the beach recently. Sir, Sir, I swear her name is Siriporn. 
Uh, <laughs> Niamran, 49, had been walking along the beach on the coast of Nakhon Si Tamarat, maybe? <laughs> she, when she noticed a strange lump in the sand. Uh, she reportedly noticed that the lump smelled like uh, unwashed underwear. <laughs> no. It smelled like a bit like fish, and thinking it could be worth something. Really? Like, Apparently, it is. That smells good. I'm going to take that. It That's probably like worth fish. It. Um, so she uh, thought it'd be worth it. So she took it back home with her. This happened on February 23rd. Reports the sun. I don't know why the sun's putting its nose in everyone's business. The moon stays out of everybody's business. Literally does. Uh, if you ever, by the way, get a chance to get caught between the moon and New York City. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, once she was back home, she asked her neighbors for help in identifying the object. I know it's crazy, but it's true. It's a UVO, unidentified vomit object. Uh, you know it's true. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. It took me a minute to I know, cycle I know, the first I know, numbers. I know. She was shocked when told that the misshapen lump was actually whale vomit, also known as ambergris or ambergris. Ambergris. Well, what's it good for? Why is it worth so much money? Huh, nothing. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Nothing else to say it again. <laughs> good gosh. <laughs> anyway, uh, according to the Daily Mail, the 12-inch wide and 24-inch long lump of ambergris. Are you sure it was a daily male or was it a daily female or was it? It was the daily. It's a daily non-binary. Yeah, it was a non-gender neutral. Uh, anyway, has estimated value. Ready for this? Yeah. It's got an estimated value of 1.86 pounds or approximately $28,000. Why? It's produced in the system of sperm whales and is highly valued by perfumers Ugh. since it works as a fixative, allowing fragrance, fragrance, to wow fragrance. <laughs> this is not a shawade. I'm hunting wabbits. I'm hunting wabbits. <laughs> allowing fragrance to endure longer. To check the authenticity uh, of the ambergris she found, so uh, she held, ready for this? This is not for young ears. She held a naked flame to it. Oh, my goodness. You know, trying to get a flame to strip like that, too, is not <laughs> easy. Uh, it Causing part of it to melt and harden again after cooling down. Plastic does that. Yeah, maybe it was just well plastic. It was like a two-liter bottle. Gross. Uh, she's now waiting for experts to visit her house and check the authenticity of the amber juice. If I really have... The genuine article, I can help my community once I find a buyer for it. I feel lucky to have found such a large piece. I hope it will bring me money. I'm keeping it safe in my house, and I've asked the local council to visit to check it. So she wants to help her community with the money. That's pretty cool. That's disgusting. That she wants to help somebody? No, the well vomit. You know what? It probably It's probably not. And she ain't going to help anybody. I mean, it's not like. She, she's in front of the news cameras. Oh, yes, I'm going to help the community with my money. She's going to help the community by buying she stuff. She might live in a very poor community, and she's a very – you know, just because you're not nice doesn't mean that <laughs> somebody else isn't. My, uh, my opinion of the uh, human race at this point in time is, is very uh, – yeah, that's, that's mainly in America and, and some true, and pretty, in Europe. True, But there are a lot of – there are a lot of lot – Where of, was that? I just told you it was in um, Thailand. Oh well, maybe she will help the community. Yeah, they're they're struggling, man. I love pad thai. Oh, me too. I'd spend I'd spend twenty eight thousand worth of well vomit on pad thai. Oh, I would just I trade it for like. Can I have like 
I don't know, like a year or two's worth of oh, pad thai. That's my favorite. That's probably my favorite meal. Are you ready for uh, Chinese buffets to come back? Uh, that's all you can eat. Yeah, yeah. Again, you're just trying to give an accent to sound like the person that works there. Uh, the, the person that works there where I've been is not angry like that, though. Are they not? No. You, I would doubt their authenticity, then. You, you should, uh, cancel. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got a local story. Headline If is, an Asian person walked to me and started going, Hey, y'all, what's up? I wouldn't Eddie get Murphy. A, I'll have a big mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, y'all, what's up, y'all? What y'all doing? You going to go to the tractor pull? I'd be like, it. I'd laugh. Hen- I think it's Henry funny. Cho. Henry Cho yeah, talks that way. I think it's way. funny. He actually does talk that way, though. So funny. <laughs> you got an Asian guy. I think I told the story where he was hired to do a Christmas uh, a Christmas party with by Samsung. Samsung. Uh-huh. You know Henry Cho? Yeah. He lives in Knoxville. Uh, hey, pick that up. You dropped another name. So <laughs> I didn't say he was a friend of mine. Who is, really? But anyway, uh, he was hired by Samsung to do a Christmas party. And when he got there, they all spoke uh, Korean. And they thought he did. Yes, they thought he did, too. So he got... That's uh, kind of racist. He said, does anybody speak English? Because they, he didn't know that he got on stage and nobody was laughing. You know, they were all looking at him. So one guy raised his hand in the back row. And he came up and he spoke English. The guy interpreted the whole show. That had to ruin Into a it. microphone. Uh, he said no. He got huge laughs, but after the show, everybody wanted to talk to that guy. <laughs> ah, <laughs> that guy took his him. material, yeah. <laughs> which was hilarious. Anyway, a local story. Headline is: Drunk driver crashes into car of drunk driving friend as he was coming to help in East Nashville. Make it a double. I was just there in the East Nashville area just um, about a week ago. I prefer West Nashville myself. Yeah, I'd say so. I, I actually prefer no Nashville. I do too. They've ruined it. But sometimes you can't avoid the city. Or as some of us say in the South, they ruined it. I used to be a fool for the city, but uh, you yeah. know that's. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> I don't know if our. I, I'm hoping most people pick up on some of this. A car belonging to a woman who drove into a ditch after leaving a bar was hit by a truck driven by a friend coming to her aid. Both. You know what's wrong with Nashville? What? They didn't build it on rock and roll. They built it on country. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. We built the city on country. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's we true. built this. Yeah, we did Well, where is that city? The city they built? On rock and roll. I don't know, but I, I'm pretty sure Burt Backrack had something to do with that nonsense. Man. That's, that's weird, isn't it? He is awesome, though. Yeah, but he did that. Well, but what's funny is we kind of everybody kind of likes that song, even though it's horrible. I love that song. It's horrible. I loved it when it came out. I know, but it's still a horrible it's song. It's one of those songs people hated when it came out, but they really like it now. But it, it's a horrible song. It isn't. It's pretty bad. It's Starship, man. No, it's just called Starship. That's what I said. It was Jefferson Starship. <laughs> no, and it was Starship. Jefferson Airplane. Jefferson Airplane, Jefferson Starship, but not Jefferson Starship, man. I saw or Jefferson Starship. Starship. And then I saw Starship. So I saw them as those two. But I never got to see Jefferson Airplane because I was a kid. And they didn't let kids in. But they actually toured again as Jefferson Airplane without Grace Slick. Why go? <laughs> you know? I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan. What are you talking about? I'm just not a fan. Jane? No, I love him. He's great. I don't like... Mickey. Uh, yeah, Mickey. Yeah, he he is great on his own too. Um, he fooled around and fell in love. Is he, what did, he did with Elvin Bishop. No, yeah. I mean not they weren't in love. No, but not they, together. But it was Elvin Bishop uh, and then, got credit for. And it. then Elvin Bishop was strutting his stuff. Uh, it's not Mickey Hart. He's from uh, no, Grateful it Dead. Mickey, it's uh, Mickey Thomas. Thomas, yeah, Mickey yeah. Thomas. Mickey Mickey Thomas has one of the greatest voices. Incredible. But so does Grace Slick. No, she doesn't. Yes, I don't she think does. so. No, she does. Okay, whatever. I, I'm a, I'm Why don't you go fan. ask Alice when she's 10 feet tall, okay? <laughs> See what she has to say about it. 
Maybe I will. <laughs> I think you should. You know what? You need somebody to love. <laughs> Just go. A car. I'll call Jane. Belonging to a woman who drove into a ditch after leaving a bar was hit by a truck driven by a friend coming to her aid. That's a lot to process. Both drivers tested double the legal blood alcohol limit. So if you're drunk and you have an accident and you think, oh, I got to call somebody, and you call a friend and they're drunk, do you, do you ask them for, I guess if you're drunk. I mean, you wasted that call, so you got to hope that they can get find somebody they know that's not drinking. But if that friend's sitting next to them drinking, then you're not going to find anybody. That's easy for you to say. A double DUI arrest. I think arrest. it was pretty easy for me to say. A double DUI arrest happened in East Nashville shortly after midnight Thursday morning. Police say Natasha Nansale, age 24. Did you it, say after midnight? It's a, Yeah. Because they're going to let it all hang out, yeah, right? It's a, uh, yeah. yeah, okay. <clears throat> Police say Natasha Nansale, 24, admitted she'd had a glass of wine and an espresso martini at the Fox Bar before driving her car into a trench after checking her cell phone. She reportedly called her friend Melvin Arndt for Arndt, assistance. Arndt what? He aren't. He aren't sober. <laughs> <laughs> where's the Where's the rim shot when we need it? When a, When the thirty year old man arrived to help Nansel, cops says he struck her vehicle. Police said Arndt confessed to consuming two beers before these people to be twice the legal limit. Two beers for one of them and a glass of wine for the other, followed by something else. Yeah, it had to be. No, she said. Yeah, she, she said a martini, but. Still. Do this go together? He reportedly blew a .191 blood alcohol content, and Nansel registered a .179. Uh, the legal limit is .08. So that's all I got about that. So That's crazy. Why, where do they get that number system? Why don't they just say one through, one through five? I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, like one through five. You're, um, what's happening? <laughs> We're out of time. We don't have time for that last story. Oh no, I wanted to read it. Or do you? Why why can't we? We don't have we don't have to be any They're gonna kick us out of Leeberry. No, they're not. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. No, we've got what are you talking about? We we've got this place booked for another hour. What yeah, but we've been here so long. I don't care. Cats and dogs get a free uh coronavirus test in South Korea's capital. Oh, <laughs> Well, that's South Korea. It's not North you Korea. You bring a dog in. We test. Oh, this dog looked beautiful. He looked delicious. Oh, I mean, he got COVID. You, sir, are canceled. He, your dog got COVID. We take him now. Hey, the South Koreans are cool. We like them. Yeah, I like I like them. Yeah. Boy, but I tell you. Uh, uh, yes? Are you having a, a stroke? <laughs> Jing Jang Jung, his sister is. Uh, are you talking about uh, Kim Jong-un? Yeah, his sister is wacko as he is. Oh, yeah. He. And I don't know if he's still with us. I don't know. Really he hadn't been seen in like. I just want to talk about South Korea giving dogs and, and cats corona test. And she's the test. one that was uh, in the spotlight now. She does all the news conferences. What I, I hadn't watched the news at all. I, 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 I don't either. watch it. I, I, as we said last week, I get my news from one source, and you know what that source is. And they discussed it. Taco Bell? Not Taco Bell. No. Wendy's. You're just trying to get on Elizabeth's good side. DQ. DQ. That's where you get your news. DQ. <laughs> anyway, cats and dogs. Uh, in South Korea's capital, will be given free given free coronavirus tests if they show symptoms and have uh, had contact with infected humans. Officials in Seoul said animals that test positive must be quarantined at home for two weeks. Only pets with symptoms such as fever, coughing, and breathing <laughs> difficulties will be tested, according to South Korea's Yonhap News Agency. Yonhap. So it says, please keep your dog and uh, oh wait please keep your dogs at least two meter away from people and other pets when walking them 
He's a canine distancing. Strictly follow antivirus measures such as wearing masks and washing hands, said official park you, me, you and me. You, me. You and me. No, you, me. At an online news conference, other areas of the country are also planning pet testing schemes. That's ridiculous. Scheme? Scheme. It comes after a kitten in the southern city of Jinju last month became the county's first animal confirmed with COVID-19. It's thought to have caught the virus from a mother and daughter who were among dozens of infected people linked to a religious facility in the city. I didn't know dogs and cats could get it. I, I, me, this guy right here. Craig? Um, I got the vaccine last night. Did you? And you're, and you're doing good. I was kind of indifferent to the whole thing because I had COVID in October. Yeah, I'm, I, see, I'm not going to get it. And, and, and That's not, what I thought, too. Then I got it. <laughs> I'm not an anti-vaxxer or anything like that. It's just I am in such a low-risk category. Because you don't have friends. You don't go to the house. <laughs> no, I do. But why risk? And I'll tell you something else. You know the store that I like to buy my books at, McKay's, uh-huh. here, here in Nashville. Yeah. I go there probably twice a week and spend at least an hour in there just roaming the aisles. Yeah. And I think I have built Looking up, for a pl- place to get warm. I think I have built up my uh, immunity system. In that place, possibly. Yeah. So I uh, I got the uh, I got the Johnson & Johnson. Uh, the one, the one the shot. shot right? One shot. One shot and you're it done. It hurt. Like, they, like, <laughs> like, like, last time I had blood drawn didn't hurt this bad. Really? This was like she stuck a, a needle the size of like a garden hose in my arm and it pulled out of like like a plug of, of, of muscle out of my, it hurt so bad. And I was like, yikes. Yeah. But I was so happy. I, I went home, not happy that I went home, but I was happy. I went home, took a couple of ibuprofen. Cause you know, with, with flu vaccines, you can sometimes aspirin or Tylenol can make you feel a little better. If you kind of get on, you take that. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but it will help. I don't take those either. And, uh, well, fine. I feel bad. I don't care. So, uh, <laughs> no, I mean the vaccine. So I went to bed and woke up and never, I thought I was afraid I was going to wake up with like some symptoms or something yeah, like side effects, side effects. And so far, uh, <laughs> my friend Chester uh, had the Johnson and Johnson. And he said the next day he, he took everything he had to crawl out of bed. Yeah. Yeah. I was, no, I was fine. But normally when I'm not having a vaccine, it takes everything I can do to crawl out true, of bed. True. It's time for the top 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. That's not really an echo. I'm just doing that. It's the Mark Patch top 10. It is the official Mark Patch top 10. Once again, we have two top 10s of the uh, top 10 books of all time. Your list comes from thetop10s.com. This is a ridiculously horrible list. My list comes from Time Magazine's top 10 books of all time. Okay, here we go. All right. I guarantee yours is a little better. Number 10 from, this is the top 10s? Yeah, that one's from the okay, top 10. Okay, the top 10. The top 10. Okay, here we go. Number 10 of the top 10 best books of all time. The Great Gatsby, F. Scott Fitzgerald. I hated that book. But at least it's more respectable than the one I'm going to get to in a couple That's minutes true. here. Uh, number 10 of uh, Time Magazine's is Middlemarch by George Eliot. Number 9. Number 9. <laughs> number, number 9. nine number 9. Uh, number nine, which I'm sure is going to be canceled out of existence, uh, To Kill a Mockingbird, Harper Lee. That's a great book. Number nine, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it's it's going to be canceled, I'm sure, like Dr. Seuss at some point. Well, we've got our copy. That's all that matters. Yeah. I think we have a copy. I've never read it. I've seen most of the movie. I've never read the book. Well, great governments always cancel books, don't they? Yeah. Dr. Seuss to you. Okay, number nine from Time Magazine's top ten books of all time, uh, The Stories of Anton Chekhov. By Anton Chekhov. Wasn't enough. that the guy on the on, in Star Trek? No, I don't know. I never saw it. <laughs> Chekhov. <laughs> I never saw it. Anyway, number eight, the most ridiculous thing on this list. You ready? Yeah. 
Top 10 best books of all time. This is absolutely ridiculous. Number eight. Diary of a Wimpy Kid by Jeff Kinney. That belongs nowhere near. It's a That's kid's, not a top it's 100 a, it's book. A, it's a, it's a That's kid's. a ridiculous kid's book. You're right. All right, so let's go to the Time Magazine. Time ah, Magazine. Number eight, In Search of Lost Time by Marcel Prost. Notice how all these books that you're naming sound like something that would be on the list. I don't even know these books, most of them, because reading is a complicated thing for me. I, I don't sit long enough to read. You read all the time. That's my favorite pastime. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't so you don't you don't read something unless you go back in the past to read it. No. You have to go no, back I in past the, time with Oh, reading. I thought no. you went back in time to read it. No, but that would be cool. Uh number seven, top ten best books of all time. I guess. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's no, Stone. No, 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 no. That belongs nowhere near. Am top I the only 10? person that wa- and I'm not being mean just to be mean, but am I the only person that watches those Harry Potter movies and I can't tell one from the other? I don't know. They just don't. I read the first three books. James was reading them. If it's over three pages, I don't want to read it. <laughs> uh, number seven uh, from Time Magazine's top ten books of all time, The Great Gatsby by F. Scott Fitzgerald. Well, that was number ten on mine. It's number <sighs> seven on yours. Yes. That's a pain to get through that. Number one. six, some would say, is not fiction. It actually belongs in nonfiction now. Number six, 1984, George Orwell. I love that book. I think that's probably nonfiction at this yeah, point, right? I love it. He was just, he was just 30 or 40 years off. Uh, number six, uh, Time Magazine's Hamlet by William Shakespeare. Uh, number five from the top, the top tens, best books of all time. Number five, The Hobbit, J.R.R. Tolkien. That's a good one. Uh, I don't think it belongs on the top ten list. I mean, don't watch the original. Uh, I love Ralph Bach. Uh, Ralph Bakshi is an animator, but just don't try to sit through his movie version of okay. it. Okay. Uh, what are we, number five? Uh, Time Magazine's number five top ten book, The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. All right. I'm sure that'll be canceled soon. I think I've heard... Something about that already. Oh, good grief. Some things that are in there. Number four, some Harry Potter move, uh, Harry Potter book, uh, Deathly Hallows, number okay. four. Number four from Time Magazine's Lolita by Nabokov. That book by Nabokov? Yeah. Yeah. I love that book, by the way. Hey, hey. And, and I'm a- Listen, I, don't, I, don't, don't stand so close to me. Listen, okay? Russian fiction, classical Russian fiction is my favorite style of of books by the way now i've got the police going through my head well it is that book by nabokov yeah it is yeah you go ahead with number three i was just thinking he was a young i was just thinking he was a young teacher <laughs> yeah he was anyway anyway we'll go into that because it was not a very appropriate uh situation they had going uh but anyway number three which actually when i saw this movie i called it the running man the first time i watched it uh the hunger games oh my gosh it's literally running man and it's also, uh, what's the Asian version? Um, oh, I know what you're talking about. It's not uh, man, it's not man facing something. No, it's uh, isn't it? What was the movie that man facing Southwest or something? Was it was an Asian film that was based on one of these movies? Was that Russian Running? No, I don't I'm know. confusing it. I only know one or two. Number three of the Time Magazine top ten best books of all time: War and Peace, another great Russian uh, novel by Leo Tolstoy. What number was that? Number three. Number two, Return of the King, J.R.R. Tolkien. A good book, not good enough to be on the top ten. Number two for Time Magazine. I haven't read this one. Madame Bovary by Gustav Flaubert. I'm floored by the top the top tens having this I one. I know. Number one, the Bible. Now also that is. also known as the like literally at one time anyways, the most stolen book. Yes, that's true. It's That's very true. true. So I wanted to see what was the uh, 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 say something important while I'm looking at. Well, this my one. number one, the Time Magazine's top ten books of all time. Oh wait, 
My number one is Anna Karenina by Leo Tolstoy. Another classic, and I've read that one too. Uh, no, Russian, I was way off. Was Russian way off. fiction. I'm way off. I think I think the movie Man Facing Southeast was a I think K Pax or something might have been based on that. I don't know. Oh well. Well, Craig, we've got another extra long episode here. Well, it's not extra long. It's 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 extra value. It is. It's uh, about the same as last week. A little over an hour. It's like if we were Charmin, we just gave you double rolls. No. Nah. Triple rolls? I, I don't buy Charmin because of those bears. They creep me out. Yeah. Yeah, I stopped. Hey, remember, Craig and I bring you the weird news, but don't ignore the good news. Read your Bible. Yeah. How about it? What's wrong? What's wrong with what? You got real quiet all of a sudden. It's getting a little loud there. It was getting a little loud. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, it's good to go to church, it's good to listen to sermons, but read your Bible. Make your own decision. Don't listen to what somebody tells you. Yeah. You know what? What? If for no other reason, read it because it's got some of the most awesome stories better than any movie you're ever going to see. Ten four, good buddy. I mean, come on now. It's the number one best book according to the top tens. Yeah, and it's the most stolen book. What does that tell you? That's right. It's valuable. Hello, Pops. 